Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good ride, Kobe. Underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks, where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. Yo, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Kicks and Bricks. Today we have a guy who's who's been on multiple movies that we grew up on from Clockers and Too Deep. Um, he's been on The Wire. He's featured on For Life Now. I can go on and on, man. Hassan Johnson, what's good, brother? Thank you, my brother, man. Thanks, Jamel, for having me on your platform, man. Just, you know, taking it still one day at a time, trying to get out of this 2020 and start this 21 off right. <laughs> hey, man, be, be careful what you ask for. You, like, you don't know what 21 got. <laughs> Right, you're right. I, <laughs> I always, I always say that. Be careful what you wish for. All right. So, like, one of the first movies I remember watching you in was Clockers. Like, how did that film, like, working with Spike and Makai Pfeiffer and the rest of the um, crew, like, change your life? I mean, that's an instant life-changing event experience. All of the above. I mean, because come on now, we're talking about somebody like Spike Lee, who's a, a, a staple in our community, much less the industry, right? And it's my first film ever. And he had an open call, this film, that I said to myself, I'm going to go out on the limb, take this chance. And I attended the open call. So when I came in, I hit the ground running. I hit it. I, I came in hot. I mean, like you said, Makai Pfeiffer. Then you're talking about Fredro Starr, Sticky Fingers from Onyx fame. They were going platinum instantly out the gate. So that summer, 1994, and Gowana's project was a life-altering event. And, I mean, thank God and Spike Lee for that. And what I like most about Clockers is, like, it kind of reminds me of what New York used to look like, like pre-gentrification. Like, yes, that's Exactly what it was. I mean, look, we're talking about Gowana's projects, right? So what's that? Downtown Brooklyn? You know, what's that? Like, you know, uh, uh, Clinton Hill slash the stop. You know what I mean? It, I mean, way before Barclays Center, right? <laughs> That's Super like... Super pre-Barclays so. That area is so safe now, but me personally, I kind of like it the way it was back then. You know, I loved it the way it was too, man, because it just, it was that that old Brooklyn, I mean, like, you know what I mean? You 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 had that hometown feeling. Now it's like we're in New York, but you're out of state somewhere. It feels like you're out of town. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It, it's ridiculous. Like, even, like, in Clockers, like, 
there was a lot of like five percenters lingo in there. Like even now, like that's kind of dead now, basically. Yeah, yep, it's a whole nother lingo. That alone right there lets you know how far gone it is. It definitely ain't the same. All right, so like from after clockers, you started into deep. Like, well, how was that experience God. for you? Yeah, because thank God for clockers, because now we're talking about motion picture, right? Motion pictures get done at a different pace and vibe than television stuff. You know, because and who I am now, most notable from The Wire, which was HBO, cable television. So it's a far cry from film. So when I got on into deep, I was warmed up. When I when I booked into deep, we shot that. It was because it takes place in Cincinnati, Ohio. All these characters, right? The true story. We shot it in Toronto. That was the first time me learning about, you know, shooting in Canada with the tax rebates and the incentives, right? So we were up there doubling it for Cincinnati. We shot a little in Cincinnati and then we shot some reshoots in LA. So three locations for that film. Clock has totally warmed me up for it because just to see all the moving parts and understanding how from crew to cast, how things work, I'll I, I say I wasn't a rookie anymore because, you know, Clockers was my rookie gig. So when I got to N2D, I was nice and warmed up, ready to rock and roll. So that's what makes, I think, N2D personally one of my favorites. Because then, I mean, now that was a level up. LL Cool J, Hill Harper, you know what I'm saying? For, uh, Sticky Fingers ended up in that one again with me. And Nia Long, Omar Epps, it goes on and on. So, yeah, that's one of my favorites, personally, N2D. If not my the favorite, that might be my the favorite of, of all time. You know, after N2D, it took me a while to pick up a pool stick. Like, I couldn't look at a pool stick for a while. I'm <laughs> a it was. That was a traumatizing scene, man. But, uh, you know, shout out <laughs> my brother Gano, man. Like, he did that like a G. And, you know, L had to put the extra on it. I think that's what traumatized everybody. <laughs> how many takes did How many takes did it, um, what's, what's, what's that scene? <laughs> you know, L had to go in a little, you know. So, uh, man, I, 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 I hear you, brother. I know. Oh, man. All right. So, so like, I want you to rank these kingpins for me, like, in terms of ruthlessness. So, you had Avon from The Wire, you know, God from In Too Deep, and Rodney okay. from um, from Clockers. So, out of, so out of, so to say that again, you said out of Rodney, out of God, and Avon. And Avon. What's the he said? Who's the who's the most gangster? Yeah, who's the most ruthless? Who's the most ruthless? Oh, I'm gonna have to give it to God. Shit, it has to be. I might, I might have to give that one to God. Nothing to take away from Avon. You know, Wood put the uh, on that just the just the right amount of he was supposed to put on it. But I mean, what God, what L was doing with that God character, brother. I thought there was nobody else more ruthless than Nino Brown till God. It's God and Nino, my top two. So yeah, clock is in too deep. Belly too. Like nobody really talks about belly. He was in that, like. Right. That was my third place. So, 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 so
You're right, though. The clock is in too deep, Belly. I think that is the, the order because we shot, I'm going to tell you right now, I shot black and white, Belly, and in too deep all in one year. That was all 98. I was on fire. I was on fire 98. That was a great year. You know how many people are like, yo, that was my year. <laughs> 98 was my year. But, uh, yeah, um, 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 yeah, we shot into deep belly. Yep, that was all 98 because belly premiered, I believe, in like November, late that year, like late in 98, right after I think into deep, um, uh, uh, black and white. But, um, yeah, that, that man, belly was it. That was, whoa, that was another one, primitive crop. Because here we go, you got DMX was on fire, Nas in there. Hype Williams, the director, all of that came out of nowhere. And see, that's another funny story because Hype did that like Spike did. He had an open call. But see, now I'm what? Clockers into deep end. Here goes Belly. I'm saying to myself, I got already Hollywood Jamel. I said, I ain't going to another open or I got to get in somehow. <laughs> Then I worked it out. I got an audition, and the rest is history. Shout out to Method Man because when I went back to the when I went to the callback after the original audition, Hype was like, "Man, you got the role. I just wanted you to come in and meet you because Meth came in here after you did and was like, "Yo, if y'all don't put my cousin in the movie. I ain't doing it. I I go from Staten Island, so I was like, oh, Meth out. Made sure I got that too, man. He put the little cherry stop for me." So that, that's always the story. And you really don't see like movies like Belly anymore because it was like so raw and like so gritty. And like now, like, ev- and like now everything is in like HD. So that kind of like dilutes the movies a little bit, I think, in my book. So thank you. And that Jamel, see, I like you, bro. Because I said to people, I don't realize until I think when they remastered Clockers. What year was that for, like, Christmas? It was one holiday, like 2014, 2015. They remastered or recolored um, The Wire. And then I say, wow, I didn't realize that that was on before HD. Like, my, my, much less clock is an into deep. I say, wow, The Wire so throwback. It wasn't even in HD yet. That's another reason why we love this so much. Because it don't say, look, it's glossed over as these other shows and this new stuff is. It looks too classy now. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. It doesn't have that gritty feeling, that raw, that edge like we had with those films. And and that's it. Like, you just did a HD, just everything now. And no matter how, like, gangster or the material is, no matter how tight it is, it just loses something because of that high definition and that H, that 4K crap. And I think, like, The Wire, it kind of, like, provided a blueprint for, like, raw, authentic TV. Like, kind of like how Breaking mm. Bad and um, style the show Power. I want to say Power, too, yeah. a little bit. That's the only other show I think that was my favorite besides The Wire now. The thing with Power is, Power is able to get brought up in any conversation. So, meaning, throwback, mid-range, up to new power could hold hold its own because of all the many facets and nuances the show had the suspense, 
the, the thriller, the, 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 the you know, the, the, I mean, it's gruesome, it gets brutal, it, you know, the love story aspects of it. It's, it offers enough, it lends enough to the viewer for you to be satisfied. So you could bring power. Power is a full circle, I, I think, type of television show that's able to um, hold its own in any conversation. Are you surprised that The Wire has kind of like stood the test of time? Because it's like, I want to say 18, 19 years since like the first season premiered and then people still talking about it. Cause I, because yeah. I remember all throughout the pandemic, like people was just rewatching The Wire and talking about it. Yeah, and that, and well, you know, and you know, same thing make you laugh, make you cry, right? So, I mean, you know, one thing the pandemic did was, you know, allow people to catch up on some of the best television ever made. But I'm surprised it stood the test of time only because we didn't really know we were on set making history. It's so many principal actors. You ain't even got time to let your ego get to you. Don't even matter how important you think you were or your character actually was to the story. It was so many. It was such a plethora of talent. And I mean, like, everybody was talented. There wasn't not one shabby actor on that show. Background actors, the extras were talented. You know what I'm saying? So I think in in, 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 in hindsight, we just were, like, shooting this shit, killing time. Like, yo, we just all glad to be here, all of the same skin tone, working, you know, getting to know each other, making relationships. That's really what it was for us. I don't think no one knew that after the show's been off longer than it was on air, people would still actually appreciate it. Nah, I don't, I, I don't think you could pay anybody to think that. And one of my favorite scenes from season one was like, when your character and um, Wood Harris' character and and Stringer Bell's character—I mean, not Stringer Bell—oh yeah, Stringer Bell, y'all was shooting. Yeah, Idris. Yeah, Idris. Y'all, um, y'all was shooting in the gym. Like, who was the best hooper on the wire? Oh, by far Wood. Wood would have let you let you have it. Wood got a nice little back down post up game, a hand to a shot. Oh yeah, Wood was gonna let you have it at all times for sure. Hands down, I can't. I don't even remember no one else as far as hooping. That was nah. I can't. I'm not even gonna include myself. I was always a footballer. I never. I got a little handle, but I never could really hoop. Well, yeah, Wood take the cake. How about Michael K. <laughs> Williams? Think, it looked like Michael he could play. Something with it. Take the cake. By far, yeah. <laughs> um, how, how how did you feel to like turn into like one of the greatest um, memes of all time that right there just let me know it was all worth it I think that's when you feel like when you know when some people be like I made it that was my little I made it <laughs> moment because you don't realize how much that resonates because people love it for whatever reason, for one reason or another. And it, it's always clutch. It doesn't get old. But I, what I get a kick out of is people using it and they're so familiar with it, don't even know what the origin of it is. They don't even know that it comes from the wire. This thing with, <laughs> with Stringer tells Weebay, nah, man. Jody <laughs> was a cop. Yo, Weebay was, yo, his head was blown. <laughs> that, I, 
was going on that day in my mind. But when I watched it back, I said, wow, I was really, like, thrown off with that. That's a real reaction. <laughs> you know, I made like, that. Acted. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made that same face one day about years ago when I got served with right. papers to go to court. <laughs> I'm just sitting that, there like <laughs> Yes You get served with some papers bro Yeah <laughs> Wow Another one of my favorite scenes was um Also from season one Where where you guys was partying For I think Stingham, For Stinkham's birthday And you guys were like hung over yeah. I think you know where I'm going yes. with this and then he was like, yeah. the Knicks then fucked up their draft again. With <laughs> Jamel Boom, I'm watching the draft the other day. So when they got Obi, I said, oh, oh, delete that sign out. I mean, that scene out of the show now. I said, because that's so universal and timeless about us with the Knicks. But they got Obi topping now. I think we might be showing some with RJ and Obi now. We might be showing some potential, man. But what? yeah, that's a that's one of my favorites. <laughs> the Knicks are f up they draft again. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yo. That's a classic. And, and what do you think <laughs> about Obi? No, nah, I like him because really, I like him, like him. So like, boom, you know, like you got players. With their athleticism, it's either you like their game, you might just like their personality. Because some of them are just likable, some of them aren't. I like him. He's personable. I like his attitude. He's sharp. I like his story. I like the fact that, you know, he basically got it out the mud. He's not out of a Division 1A school. He really had to, you know, grind to shine. And I just like the fact that the Knicks recognized him and got him. He's a big, I think we could use him. I, I just like him. I overall like him. So, you know, I hope hopefully he ain't going to let us down and we be all right. You know, Tibbs don't play rookies like that. So hopefully he get some decent playing time. He always is one thing or another with us. <laughs> like I made a nice pick. Watch he won't get minutes. Is he a pick for rookie of the year? Do I see him rookie of the year? Yeah. I mean, just cause, yeah, just cause, because like I said, he got an attitude about him, right? That even if we lose or 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 are losing, his attitude is going is going to cushion it. I think. I think having him on the team, the way his attitude seems to be, he'll cushion a lot of the uh, of the pitfalls in the bad spots or or bad spots yeah that we run into. So I'm looking forward to that. So just off that year, let's throw him in the rookie of the year running. And I definitely think we're going to get more wins than we did mm-hmm. these last couple of days. We definitely get W. So with that alone, got to get stack that against all the other odds. Organization been struggling, coaching players. Yeah. Not, the more that we sit here talking about, I'm thinking, yeah, he really does have a good shot. You know, I really wanted LaMelo Ball. Like, I really think he could have been the savior. Like, our first good point guard since basically Clyde Frazier. See, that's what I'm saying, yes. <laughs> I agree with that, too. Got the ball at, no pun. <laughs> <laughs> no 
<laughs> you know? So uh, I felt that way too. But then they got the younger brother. Did the youngest one, or was, uh, or is he the middle that just got drafted? Nah, he's the youngest one. He is the youngest yeah. one, right? But but and then which is the middle, right, Lonzo? Nah, Lonzo's the oldest. He on the um, where is he? I think he's on the Pelicans right now. That's what Lonzo and the other brother mixed up for the middle and the oldest. Yeah, yeah. all right. The middle one just got cut by the Pistons a few days ago. Yeah, he just cut. That's right. He got cut by Detroit. Facts. But, see, we dropped the ball then. I think because if we – yeah, because of what he had to offer and what we needed, he would have worked out for us. But, you know, let's see what we get with big man. I think we're going to be all right. Like, I really legit think we'll be okay. You know, I – I think this is the year that RJ, he reaches that 20-point plateau because towards the end of March last year, like, he was scoring 27, um, like, 25, yeah. 21. And he looks decent in preseason. Yeah. So, so like, I think this is yeah. the year, like, he breaks at Me least too. 20. Yeah, at least. That's, I agree with that, too, bro. Like, and I think anybody, fan or not, will say the same thing, too. Because if you just – by default, you've been keeping up. Like, that's just the way it is. I think, yeah, I think he'll be able to bust out. You know, and I pray to God he doesn't turn into Andrew Wiggins. Nah, <laughs> we ain't going to put that on him. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I talk on. so much shit about him. Like, I have, I have a good, I have a funny feeling he's going to turn into Andrew Wiggins. Just for me Wiggins, talking shit. Nah. <laughs> Because, I mean, we just that type of luck in New York. But, nah, man, I feel a little better than that. I just, I just, all things hit it. There's no, it's no worse it can get, right? So, like, I hear you, but nah, I think we're going to be all right. You might sidestep that. Do you think that they're going to win? Yeah, <laughs> like Floyd. <laughs> do, you, um, do you think that they're going to win a title um, in our lifetime? Me personally, I hope so, but yeah. Yeah. I do too. I do too. Cause like I said, it's only it's only up from here. There's really no worse. Like we done gotten broken down, dismantled to the very last compound. I was just having a conversation actually where I said, I think we would have did good had we not got rid of Jeremy Lynn. What was what, oh, the, nah. what, what season was that? That was like two thousand twelve. Ish, like when, around when, here. When, yeah, right. Who was it? Was that Felton Squad, Tyson Chandler, right? No, no, no. It was it was Stoudemire. That was after Jeremy Lin. That year, I think you told me. That about. was. I think I think that was after. All right. So boom. So all right. So that's even supporting what I want to say better, because if we ain't get rid of them, then when we got that over there. And had and had him for the big, because then I think was what because because I might be bugging now. That and um, Stoudemire and what you call it wasn't there at the same time, was they or were they? Tyson Chandler, they were at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. We was looking like something right there. We would have been able to capitalize. Then I'm thinking we would have been on our way to a chip sooner, if not by now. So oh, I think if, if they didn't. Do that, yeah, just like you said, they didn't get they didn't get um, ball on the team. They messed up when they didn't get him. It's the same difference back then. 
But we got a big now. Let's see what OB contribute to the team. And I think we'd be all right. I yeah. like RJ. I like OB. Really, I can't front. They look like they got some unison now. They know how to move the ball around. And I think Let's they see. could. And I think they could at least make a run for like the seventh or eighth seed this year. Worst case scenario. Oh, he was just right there on the low and lost it last time. So I definitely think they could get that. They could get in on the eighth joint, if not the seventh. We might get a little under, more under than that. But I definitely think for that eighth spot, we good. Yeah, you know, and then just that and run from there. I mean, if we make it out that first round or not, whatever. But I know that. Get in there, season will get further and further. I'm saying, see, what I thought you was going to say was, do I think we'll have a title in the next five? I think we can get to a title in the next five seasons. To get the lifetime, I think we can do it in another nickel. Be honest with you. Hey, that's <clears throat> that's even better because me personally, I'm I'm tired of praying for like the best college player. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we? That's all we got to look forward to, right? Like, I just can't get this shit together. That's what I'm saying. We always got to pray for a number one pick or something like that. Like, nah, let's get this yeah, together, man. bro. I think X5 with another decent pick. Yeah, we'll be on the cusp of a check. Five joints. 2025. Oh, two, oh yeah. that, that's him? Let me yeah, see. Five joints, we could get a chip for real. I don't see it being because everybody's just wearing down now. Because like they were saying, if you know, like with the Warriors, they get a uh, uh, Steph and Clay, then they going for a run for the chip again. Like they just were saying that about them, and I ain't even been thinking about them dudes. You understand? So if y'all can say if they could do it with a healthy Steph and Clay, which I would, and, and I swear that their reign is over. Go to say Warrior Reign is over, but hey, you got those people out there that still feel like that. So if that's if that's legit, I think us in five years we get there. It, look, 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 Jamel. At least an appearance, maybe not hanging nothing from the rap. An appearance, though. Yeah. Hey man, we could get an appearance. The last time the Knicks made the finals, I was in the sixth grade. I'm 34 now. Don't even don't <laughs> doing that, man. <laughs> I just want them to like succeed so bad, like because like the only time I seen oh, them won anything was when is in NBA 2K, basically. Basically, I know that's a, <laughs> that's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we gonna get it. Yeah. Um, who's on your who's on your Mount Rushmore Knicks? Oh, I had did this with what you call it um, on the show. All right, so my Mount Rushmore was definitely Bernard King, John Starks. I threw Stephen, Arbery, and who else I'm going to have to throw? Ewing? I'm going to have to throw Big Dog Pat in there just for holding it down as, as long as he did. And, you know, I'm sure Pat could have probably got out and headed for the hill sooner, but he didn't. And, yeah, that 94, besides that 94 playoffs with the Bulls, where he did that rope, where he finger rolled mm-hmm. instead of cocking. I mean, he that's my dude. <laughs> besides that. <laughs> you, know, you know, so, um, yeah, King, 
Dogs, Ewan, Steph. You mentioned 94. Like last month, I seen Charles Smith, and I was just looking at him like. <laughs> SMA. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> Going on 30 years, and I still can't get over it. Going on 30, right? <laughs> All right, so like. So like I've seen you at um at celebrity row a whole bunch of times at games. Like, what's like the wildest thing mm-hmm. like you ever seen? Cause me personally, I like when when somebody's not paying attention and the ball just come flying at them. Yeah, basically one of those. No, all right. You know what? That's it. I'm gonna just go in. It was it was definitely celebrity row, but it wasn't at the Knicks game. It was at. Barclay Center, Biggie Smalls Day. Diddy, they they do the tribute, right? Was it halftime? It was like a halftime. Because I know they did like a pregame thing because that's why I wanted to be on time that day so bad. They had like a baby pregame concert. Then they did, they had a dope halftime thing with Diddy courtside on the other side from us, right? Because I had courts, we had courtside seats that day. Diddy took with the fur on, got a chinchilla fur, took the whole uh, 20-ounce water, poured it in both palms of his hands, and splashed his face <laughs> with it. On the I was like, wait a minute, what's going on right now? <laughs> he had a full fur, full length. I'm like, was he hot? What's going on right now? What just happened? Like, he just went. <laughs> Just a little, uh, splashed his face with the water and then just kicked back like I'm good now. I was like, "What's going?" I missed something there, but that was that was the craziest shit to me. That just was bugged out that day. <laughs> that was- it just came off the from performing. I guess he was hot. Who knows? That was like in 2017, right? Ish. Ooh, you might have. Hey, that's how long ago that quick? I would have said six, 17 or 18. Yeah, because yeah, because it's. There. Yeah, because I remember I covered that game and Biggie's mom was there and Lil Kim was there and then I was standing right next to Lil Kim and I didn't know who she was until somebody told me. I believe you too. <laughs> I was like, really? That's her? That's Kim right here? Yeah, that's how she looked that night. That was, that was wow, you was at that game. You covered that game. Yeah. Like she wow. was, yeah, like like I was standing here, and then she was like maybe like here. Yeah. And I was standing like yeah. next to her for like a good twenty minutes, and they I didn't even know who was that her. was. Like once you look, that's a funny story. Like when I went to uh forty forty one night, me and Michael K went to forty forty for like an axe spray. Uh, some Jason Kidd. It was a Nets party with Jason Kidd, axe spray. And we were leaving. I seen my dude Vaughn, Tata, little brother. He like, yo, where you going? You know it's my dude's birthday. Sure enough, it was December 4th. It was birthday. I'm going to tell you, matter of fact, it was actually 06. 2006 on Jigga's birthday at the 4040. Leaving out, Vaughn throw me in the headlock. We go back upstairs to the VIP room. Why I'm up there? Because it's Jigga whole fam now. He got his uncle up there, mom, sister Michelle. Shout out Michelle Carter. You can always hook us up with them boxes from Rockaway. And, and Beyonce, right? And so I was cool with a couple of girls that worked at the office. 
So when I'm sitting there next to Michelle, so just the way how you said it was you, Kim, whatever, right? I'm here is Michelle's on the left, Jigga's sister. I'm sitting next to Beyonce. Then it's his uncle because his uncle keep leaning over to talk, leaning over to talk to me over Beyonce. But I'm not jacking that even B. She got the all red, uh, like business suit type, the blazer with the shoes, the red pumps, all that, the crazy blonde joint with the bangs. So she got these bangs where it's like that could be anybody. I'm not just making out that stuff. So look, 20 minutes, half hour, kicking it with Jigga, sister, and uncle. And I get up finally to go over there, kick it with everybody else, like oh, everybody else I know. I say, yo. I say, yo, that's Beyonce over there. <laughs> they like, you stupid, hot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so that must be, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sitting down there, Beyonce, for 20, 30 minutes, kicking it with Jigga fam, ain't even know I'm sitting next to her. Not for the same reason you didn't know that was him, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that's one of them good problems. <laughs> That's classic, classic material, <laughs> just like that, too. Word. All right, man. So so I want to thank you for coming on today, man. Um, do you have any future projects that you're working on now? Oh, man. Better than my last. Coming up, that's my dude, Don Quan story. Straight out of Brooklyn. It got everything you looking for, man. Money, clothes, woes, yo's, and all of that. Uh, better than my last. Actually, check the book out. He's written a couple of books. His page is uh, Don Quan. A-W-A-N. Don Quan. And um, he's written a lot of books while he was locked up. So this is one of them they adapted to a, a, a film. And um, I'm the lead. I, play, I basically play Quan in the film. And that's dope. Like, I'm really looking forward with that shot by my dude um, from Lock City, Sean Baker, my dude Luke Stevens, uh, you know, produced it as well. Um, my dude Frank, Frank Blemming, uh, the DP on that. Um, my dude D. Warbucks, the AD on that. Like, it's, it's, it's a, you know, there's some talented folks in that. Um, just look out for that. Better than my last. Um, what else? Uh, you know, For Life is on right now, of course, second season of that. Check it out Wednesday nights on um, ABC. Um, I know I'm leaving something else out right now. But definitely that. And some other stuff I really just can't say, but television-wise. So y'all definitely be seeing me roll out 21 for sure. All right, man. And hopefully the next time we speak, the Knicks are in the playoffs and they're not <laughs> fucking up their draft. Yeah. That's a big fact, bro. I think, I think so. I think we're going to get them there. We got the God in light. I think we're going to be all right. Word up. All right, man. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you, my brother. Be good. You too. Hey. All right.